Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and it is certainly a blessing straight from God for us to be here together on episode number 80 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are back with a general audience's post, and this is regarding people who don't necessarily support us. Yes, so go ahead and take this time to please get your Bibles, get your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Courages You is coming to you with the topic, pay close attention to those who do not clap for you when you win. That's our question, and that's what's coming up next. So welcome back if you are a returning BCU family member, and if it's your first time here, welcome. We are so glad that you are here. So let's dig into our topic du jour. And you know, BCU family, our world is really full of people inspiring us with their brand of quotes or quotations, some good and some questionable. Every now and again, one of these pop culture quotes becomes the flavor of the month to the point that even those in the body of Christ start to adopt and use them. Now, I am not saying that we can't learn a thing or two outside of our 66, uh, meaning the Word of God or our Bibles. The question is, are these quotations that we repeat, do they line up with the Word of God? So the phrase in question is, pay close attention to those who don't clap for you when you win. Looking at this initially, it may sound good. On closer inspection, this mindset is full of pride and has no business on the lips of any Christian. Let's take a look at why. So we have four reasons why that phrase should not be uttered from our lips. Let's start, of course, with number one. So if I happen to quote unquote win, meaning get an award, recognition, a new job, a career move, minister to someone or whatever the win, actually I prefer the word blessing is rather than paying attention to who is not clapping, the first thing that should be done is giving God praise for what he's done, period. God's word reminds us that apart from him, we can do nothing. And that's in the book of John, chapter 15, verse 5. In addition to that, Acts chapter 17, 28 declares that it is in him, in God, that we live, we move, and we have our being. So whatever blessing we do get is due to God giving us the ability to think, to reason, and to follow through. So any recognition that we do receive is a direct result of God blessing us 
to allow our light to shine before men so that they saw our good works. And those works, BCU family, they bring glory to our Heavenly Father. And that's found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, and not ourselves. If any of that glory starts to go to us, it invites trouble. Case in point, after giving a wonderful speech, King Herod was killed instantly because he gave not God the glory. And you can read all about that in the book of Acts, chapter 12, verses 21 through 23. So the second thing is, if we're constantly counting the number or taking the names of the quote-unquote non-clappers, exactly where is our focus? Is it on people or is it on God? Yes, we are human and we will notice when someone is not for us, when they're not supporting us. There is a difference between noticing that and focusing on it. When we zoom in to the non-clappers, the enemy gets a good foothold and then he starts to whisper all sorts of thoughts, scenarios, and plans that are full of malice, hatred, and retaliation. And those things are rooted in pride. Any form of pride is directly opposite of God and His will for our lives, and it sets us up for destruction. Remember, BCU family, that Satan is a fallen angel and it was his pride that got him thrown out of heaven. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And that's found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 18. So number three, and this is really in close relationship to the last point. What is the motive behind your win? Exactly, why are you doing what it is that you do? Is it to gain attention and notoriety from people? Or is it to allow God to use you to be a blessing to someone else? In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 1 through 2, Jesus warned the disciples of intentionally and willfully giving any alms or offerings or doing good in front of people. The Pharisees did that. They did all of their works publicly, and they did that so that they could be admired of the people who were watching. And believe it or not, BCU family, that was the reward that the Pharisees got. Yeah, that's it. They got the admiration of people. Once again, when we're looking at this under the lens of the Word of God, pride is out front and center. So when you think about it, seeking out people admiration, doing things to be admired from people, it's fleeting, temporal, 
it's some timey and those works that you do they eventually fade in the minds of the people that you were seeking the admiration from what good are man-made accolades beyond the moment that they are given will those accolades ever wake us up in the morning protect us from danger will they reward us at all never never the Word of God admonishes us to do our alms our giving whatever it is that we're doing we do that in secret knowing that God is watching and it is he that will reward you openly and that's in the book of Matthew once again chapter 6 verses 3 and 4 BCU family I can guarantee you that whatever reward the Lord has for you is much richer and much better than a few pats on the back and finally BCU family point number four is what about the people who are clapping for us there's a very wise man of God whose seminar I sat in on a couple of years ago now I believe it was and he shared that early on in his ministry he was getting ready to teach a Bible study if I'm not mistaken and when he came in he was sorely disappointed at the number of people who did not show up and he made it his business to fuss about that to all of the ones that were present finally someone got the nerve to ask well what about those of us who are here it was in that moment that this pastor realized that he was in error he apologized and he vowed with the help of the Lord that he would never fuss about who did not show up to a function a Bible study or whatever it was he would never do that again and he admonished us who were under the sound of his voice to remember to rejoice and thank God for the ones who are with you and we've got a scripture to back that up it says let the righteous let the righteous be exceedingly glad and let them rejoice before God yea let them exceedingly rejoice so if the righteous are there among you go ahead and rejoice in the Lord and that is found in the book of Psalms 68 verse 3 BCU family, you know, I believe that most everyone loves and needs support and encouragement, myself included. There is nothing unscriptural about that, so don't get me wrong in this. And you know what? We should be available, excited, and willing to cheer on whoever is being blessed in whatever way God sees fit. There's nothing unscriptural about that. The reality is, at some point, there will be times where the people that we feel should be there for us, they simply will not be there for one reason or another, whether it's intentional or not. And yes, in any case, it does hurt. The awesome thing about our God is that we can take our hurt directly to Him, allow His bomb to heal us right away and to keep our love toward the persons that offended us 
consistent, just like God's love is consistent toward us. In addition, we should also be reminded that we should never, ever make flesh or people our arm. The flesh will fail us every time. Rather, our trust should be in the God of all flesh. And you can read more about that in Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 5 through 8. So let's trust in the God of all flesh as we endeavor to please him. In the end, we truly want Jesus to clap for us by saying, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. That's Matthew chapter 25, verse 23. And I'm thinking, BCU family, that once we hear those words, whoever did or did not support us in this life, it truly will not matter. So BCU family, what are your thoughts on this? Pay close attention to those who don't clap for you, this mindset or movement. I really would like to know what it is that you think about this. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please head on over, drop me a line in the comment section, and let's continue the conversation. In the meantime, if you have not already subscribed to the blendcouragesyou.com site, go ahead and do so. It is absolutely free and it is a good place, thank God, to get the encouragement, inspiration, and information that you need based on the Word of God. Also, you can see what we're doing on the daily. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we are on YouTube weekly. You can also listen in and subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and on iTunes, all under the name Blend Courages You. BCU family, we're going to go ahead and wrap up our podcast, but not without first saying thank you so much for your prayerful support. It is definitely appreciated. We love you here at BlendCouragesYou.com and are praying that God bless you with his very best. So Lord will, until the next time that we are together, may God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall.